1: To a stepping back, loads
2: up, looks long, throws, end zone, touchdown. touchdown, Alabama, Devontae Smith, touchdown, Alabama, and the Crimson
1: Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain.
0: And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. Oh, oh, oh. Move the Sticks is back, DJ Bucky, hey Buck, can you tell... Uh, That's Sully, our producer, is a little excited. We're going to start talking about some college football today after a little bit of a break.
1: I mean, it's written all over his face. I mean, you can tell, guys behind the glass, super excited. He's giddy. Then we have that kind of intro. He is all about college football. So to be excited to talk about a little college ball today. 100 days away,
0: boys. 100 days. we're right
2: there. Right there.
0: We're We're not that far away at all. I mean, we've got so many things. I I don't want to spend it all today because we can get into week one games. We have time to do all that stuff. Plenty of, of college football we can get into. Uh, But some topics we are going to hit today. We'll do some NFL uh, stuff at the very top. We'll get to uh, where the draft is going to be located next year, what our thoughts are on that. Bucky's been doing some homework on these top college players. So uh, we'll get into what Bucky's learned in his study. uh, Talk about the overall depth of one position in particular in this draft class next year that looks like it stands above all the rest. And then kind of the main event of this podcast, we're going to draft... Head coaches in college football. We're gonna let Sully jump in on this one. So there'll be three of us. We're each gonna to get to pick five. So we'll we'll go one, two, and three. We'll create the order. I don't know if we're gonna do a snake draft. We got it. That's yet to be determined. Uh, but then we'll be able to take a player off the board. You can't pick the same coach, same, you know, twice. So uh, it'll be a fun way to kind of kind of identify who these top college football coaches are. You are looking forward to that one, Buck? I am looking forward to it. There are a lot of talented college football coaches. I think I'm gonna surprise you with some of my picks. Really? Yeah,
1: I think I think I go deep.
0: Yeah, I think we go Scott deep. Satterfield early.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. That is a really go. good. I need
0: to, I need to, I might need to adjust my board. Make sure I get my App State coach in there. I Love Coach Satt. Uh, I think you can done. get him at five. I think you get. You him think at so? Five. Yeah. yeah. I don't I think know. Sully so. so could. I don't know. Sully so could, sneak. He could no, sneak. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. Hey, before we get to, to some of this college notes uh, notes uh, and news here. Uh, we had a big injury that took place on, on a player for the Chargers. We're going to get there in just a second as well. But, Buck, I want to start this off. A lot of times during this time of year, I know you're the same way. We're always reading and trying to learn in the offseason and and just add different things to to make us better as as evaluators, shoot, as, as people even. Uh, and I was reading an article earlier today, and I wanted to start off with this, on uh, Marcus Arroyo, who's the offensive coordinator up there at Oregon, um, who's really got an interesting story. Bruce Feldman, our pal at The Athletic, uh, wrote an interesting article about him, and there was uh, actually no, it wasn't it wasn't Feldman. Feldman wrote an article on Herbert. Uh, it was somebody else at the Athletic. I apologize for not knowing the name, but it talked about Arroyo as a note taker. Uh, and Bucket, this is something I've always observed about you. Whenever you have coaches on, or whenever you're talking to people, you're always taking meticulous notes. It's something I've tried to add uh, in in my personal life here over the last year. I've tried to get a lot better at that because you're always hearing great stories, you're always getting great ideas. If you don't write them down, they escape you. And uh, this article, I highly recommend it that you read it because it talks about when he started coaching, he first started coaching, uh, he started filling up binder after binder after binder, read an interesting article, hear a great story, get a great teaching point. And he just compiled all this stuff because you never know as a, a, he says as a coach, I think about it as as a father or as even a friend, being able to help somebody out with some information, uh, having that uh, at the ready because you've taken good notes, I think is huge. I think... You know, quarterbacks, when you're in that quarterback room, you always want guys that have taken detailed notes. I, I just think life in general, I, I cannot recommend note-taking uh, enough. I think it's huge, Buck.
1: No, I think it's I think it's huge. I think the the difference is in today, technology makes it so much easier to take notes. Uh, you can open up the app on your phone. Uh, you can type away as you're listening to a speaker. You can even set your voice memo to make notes for yourself. I just believe, uh, for me, I have a tendency to drift off sometimes in conversation. Note taking allows me to kind of stay in the moment, and so it's funny that you say Marcus Arroyo. Uh, they they did a feature piece on him because I remember scouting him at San Jose State, and also our researcher Chris McNeil. Played under Marcus Arroyo. He was his offensive coordinator at Wyoming. So this is a guy that is a rising star in the coaching biz. Uh, I'm excited to see what he's able to do with this Oregon offense. But he is very, very detailed and
0: meticulous in his approach. And Sully so was able to find that for us. Chantel Jennings is the one who, who wrote the article. It's fantastic. I highly recommend uh, you check it out. But I remember uh, hearing stories, even from this last draft class, talking to a coaching buddy. Uh, they had a player come in their combine interview room and did not, did not have a pen or a notepad. And so they're giving him, they're watching tape, and they're explaining to him, look, this is an area you need to improve or this technique, if you step here, do this out of the other. The kid didn't bring any a pen or, or paper in there. So finally, the coach just handed it to him. So he gave him a notebook and gave him a pen and said, do yourself a favor, and for the rest of your combine interviews you go into, make sure you're taking notes. It, it's a bad look uh, when you don't view it important enough to take a note. I, I think it's almost kind of a, a, a slight to the speaker You know, when you go, like you go to these colleges, they bring in a lot of people. Um, You talk about some heavy hitters. I mean, people that have been enormously successful in all walks of life, and that is a gift, man. Pull out your pen, get your notebook out, and be able to learn something and be able to recall something down the road. It's to me, it's it's really underrated, not just in football but in society overall.
1: Oh, it is absolutely underrated. You got to do a great job of taking notes. Um, Today is tough, obviously. uh, We both have kids. When you look at how your kids go about doing it in school. They do it differently. They don't do a lot of writing. They don't do old school notes, but with your iPad, with whatever technology device that you have, you have the ability to take those notes. And so I'm always encouraging guys to do that. And I think the new school way of taking notes, um, I was just working with a high school kid. We were doing some stuff on the board. He would take pictures with his phone. He would take the pictures and document it and log it in. And the visual clues helped him retain the information. So, Whatever it is, you always want to document it so you can go back and refer to it, rewrite your notes, and make sure that you have that information locked in.
0: Yeah, I've got uh, I've got my son who's getting ready to go into high school, Buck, and I've got him, you know, working out, and doing different things, and if I'm down there. Uh, he's done some throwing with Ryan Lindley, who I think is awesome. And so he's been able to put him through, through some drills. So I'm sitting there. I, I just got my phone. I'm videotaping the whole thing because I'm like, okay, I can, we can do that at home. Okay, we can get this and do that. <laughs> but instead of, instead of even trying to write it all down, which we used to do, I just videoed the whole thing. So it's a way to kind of just be able to have that information at the ready. I think it's huge.
1: Yeah. I, I all do. Right, do. Let's, I believe uh, it is.
0: No, no question. I, and I know, and trust me, I, I've i observed you do that long before I did, we, we've known each other for several years, and I've always noticed you're always you're writing down plays, you're listening to what <laughs> guys are saying, taking <laughs> this, notes. You, you are. You're, a, you're I, a very good note taker. because
1: I drift off, I'm telling you, I won't concentrate. So that is the trick. It's like um, in meetings and stuff like that. If not, if I'm not writing anything, I have a tendency to daydream. Like, hey, you know It'd be nice. It'd be nice to do this <laughs> in flag football. Like, what can I do? So it's a way to kind of keep me in the moment.
0: Oh, I love it. All right. Uh, uh, now to some 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 news. It was just a real bummer the other day. We talked about Hunter Henry on our last podcast, expecting a huge breakout year for him. Non-contact ACL injury. He's lost for the year. What a what a huge blow to the Chargers, Buck.
1: Huge loss. I mean, you talk about a team that is ready to go. A lot of people are anointing these guys the favorites in the West and really legitimate title contenders. And when I look at the offense that they were building, Hunter Henry on the inside, you talk about Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Trevor Williams, so many guys on the outside that can make plays. You lose a big part of that. And I know they just moved on from Antonio Gates and Hunter Henry was finally going to get his opportunity to be a focal point of this offense. It is a huge loss, but You never like to see anybody get injured, but at least it happens early enough for the Chargers to be able to start making plans for how they're going to either fill the position, will they do more four-wides, will they do uh, other things schematically, or can they find a tight end on the street or through the trade market that can come in and give them some contributions? Uh, It hurts, it sucks for the Chargers, but I think they have enough talent around them that they're still going to be able to roll on offense
0: and on defense. The name that everybody keeps throwing out. You mentioned it, Antonio Gates. Just oh, you just bring the Hall of Famer back. Antonio Gates, get another year out of him. How about this one though? The Los Angeles Chargers bring somebody that played in Los Angeles, played his college ball in Los Angeles. How about Mercedes Lewis, who's out on the street right now? Maybe get one more year out of him. He's going to be able to help. He's like having a sixth offensive lineman out there. He's an outstanding run blocker, and he has some of that red zone presence uh, that you're missing there, just in terms of the size and. Now you go you know, with Mercedes Lewis in there. You get down in the red area, and you've got Mike Williams, Tyrell Williams, Keenan Allen, and now you mix in a Mercedes Lewis. Maybe not bad for a year.
1: No, not bad at all. I actually like that um, thought. I think you have him. He's big. He's long enough. He's local. Uh, you bring him down. You're able to work him out, get a feel for what he still has left to offer. I think that wouldn't be a bad idea at all.
0: All right, so we'll see what the Chargers do. Still plenty of, uh, of weapons there on that offense. I think the offensive line is going to be pretty good, so – uh, I think Philip Rivers would be okay. Just really bummed uh, for Hunter Henry, who is uh, poised to have a really big year. Uh, the draft next year, Buck, a lot of talk about where that was going to be. We heard Kansas City mentioned, um, a lot of different places mentioned. But it ends up going to Nashville. So somewhat a home game there for, for our producer and Sully. But I think it's going to be, w- with the crowd they got for their uniforms, imagine what it's going to look like for the draft.
1: Oh, I mean, it's going to be ridiculous. I think the uniform reveal was something that really opened it up for them. Uh, When you see so many people clamoring downtown Nashville to see just the uniform reveal, see them in their blue uniforms, the new blue helmets, a nice uniform. I'm not a Titans fan, but it's a nice uniform. But now you see that kind of fanfare, that kind of buzz, the kind of attention that they showed uh, to football in the area. I think you can get excited about the draft being there. Also, you can't underestimate the proximity. So many – team so many fans from different cities Atlanta Charlotte you can go Cincinnati you can go to Naptown Indianapolis so many fan bases can get to Nashville with a reasonable drive I think is a great location a great area to house an NFL draft
2: and everybody's moving to Nashville too it's a pretty transient city so you have a lot of I don't know, I don't know if not everybody not everybody but like it, it's one of I, the fast... we're not moving there <laughs> right right true true <laughs> but a, a large group it's one of the fastest growing cities in the country so there's a lot of fan bases already in Nashville Broadway Way is going to be so fun for that draft. I cannot wait for Nashville 2019. That's going to be a fun time. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going
0: to, before we get to your tape study here, I'm going to give Sully some homework that uh, after, not before, but after Bucky finishes going over his notes on these college guys he studied, I need, I need Sully to give me some answers here. Sully, you ready for this assignment? Yes. Okay. Some top college football players uh, that could potentially be in the draft next year. I uh-huh. need you to find – I'm only going to ask you to get three. Okay. I need three names of top college football players and three correlating country songs that they can play when they walk to the podium.
2: Okay. I can do that. I can do that. Can you get that done? Yep. I got you. Okay. Because right. I've already been trying to think of them, and I'm drawing a blank.
0: Shameless. I've got all these Garth Brooks songs in my head. It's <laughs> not. That's not – I got nothing. Friends in Low Places, I, that doesn't really correlate to any players. So. I got you. I got you. Okay. I already got one. All right.
2: Country, okay, so just country
0: good, hold songs. On. Wait till Bucky gets done. And okay. can country deliver songs.
1: Them. I'm trying to figure what artists are you gonna use. What? I'm oh, gonna go I'm a, way I'm, back. I'm, or I'm gonna, gonna go I'm a big country. Willie Willie Nelson. Willie whalen and the Boys for sure. Or are you gonna Are you gonna be a little more traditional, stuff? new school,
2: new school, old school. I'll, I'll do a little bit
1: of. Luke ryan and those guys.
2: are no, absolutely not. The, the Red
0: Redskins and, pick could those, be uh could be a little Indian outlaw with the. Uh Tim McGraw, going back old school country. Yeah.
2: wow. That, Tim McGraw is good. That, that's that's that a classic. I Know that. Nice. All right, uh, let's get some. Let, let's uh, let's get to some tape study so I can work on this. Uh, I'm excited. All right, nice. Buck.
0: What, who you been watching, Buck? Who you been studying? What's up? Well, it's always about the
1: quarterback. So I had to take a look at the quarterbacks because for so long everyone was talking about. Oh, there's no one. There's no one in the 2019 class. You better get your quarterback this year. So I was like. Let me let me, let me look ahead. Let me see who's out there, who potentially could be available. And I'm going to say I was pleasantly surprised by the guys that potentially could be in the mix next year. And I'm going to start with the first guy from Oregon, Justin Herbert. Uh, Justin Herbert, to me, is the new school quarterback. He's the new school player at the position. When I looked at the tape, I loved his size his athleticism. I believe he's a guy that can make plays as a passer and a runner. Um, You just don't find six, six guys who are athletic like this. And so when you think about the way the NFL game is progressing, his quick rhythm passing style, his ability to throw ropes to all levels of the field, I believe this guy has an opportunity to be a really, really good player. And I think that he potentially, if he continues to build upon what he's built upon his first couple years at Oregon, I think he could be the best guy in the draft
0: next year if he elects to come out. Yeah, he, I just remember when we met him at that Pac-12 meeting today, how big his hands were, Buck. He's a big dude now.
1: A uh, big dude. You know, and, and DJ, the thing that we always talk about, like, he plays the position like a quarterback. Super accurate on intermediate and deep passes, particularly inside the numbers. Um, he has all the tools that you talk about. Touch, timing, anticipation, accuracy. I just like the kid. And I like what I saw. And I know there's some people that are gonna be like, Oregon, that offense, that scheme. But when you look at him, he is the new school version of what you want as a franchise quarterback.
0: Also reading that article from our pal Bruce Feldman. He's a 4.08 student. Ooh, uh like him smart. My, I think they said the last time he said a B was an English class as a junior. So uh you've got the intelligence thing to to uh to definitely fall back on. Some of the quotes in there from Willie Taggart. Uh, the challenge he he think Willie Taggart said, I think this kid's going to eventually be the first pick in the draft. Whenever he comes out, he said his biggest challenge was just getting to come out of his shell a little bit. And we were around a little bit. He's kind of quiet, quiet, shy guy. Yeah. Uh, But we saw, look, Sam Donald's not super in your face either. He was a third overall pick, uh, you know, Jared Goff, not super boisterous with his personality, was the first overall pick. So uh, that's not a deal breaker by any stretch.
1: No, I don't think it's a deal breaker. I, I, b- I believe he has an opportunity to continue to grow as a young person. And look, now the spotlight will be on him because we'll talk about him. Other people will talk about him being the number one. We'll get an opportunity to watch how he handles the pressure of being the anointed one, much like we had an opportunity to see Sam Darnold have to deal with the expectations uh, a season ago.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch that Oregon team, uh, by the way. When he was healthy last year, that offense was pretty dynamic and pretty explosive, so it would be fun to watch them. Who else uh, Who else? have you looked at, Buck?
1: Will Greer. I think Will Greer is going to get a little bounce from the Baker-Mayfield Um Ascension. Baker Mayfield going number one overall. It may mean that Scouts are shedding their traditional norms for what they wanted to position. Will Greer is a talented passer. He's a guy that started at Florida. Uh, he had the PED issue where he was suspended for a year. Makes his way to West Virginia. He lit it up last year in the Big 12. and I know the Big 12 is kind of loosey-goosey when it comes to the way they play defense. But look, a 34-12 touchdown to touchdown-to-interception ratio is nothing to sneeze at. And then when you really watch him throw, Man, this dude is talented as a thrower. Big arm, can make all the throws. He can throw with touch, timing, anticipation. Does a great job of finessing his throws, but also can deliver in power. I think the big thing for him is gauging his athleticism and is he able to move around enough to kind of stay upright and avoid pressure in the pocket. But in terms of arm talent, he is A-plus arm talent. In fact, I'm going to say he's more talented than Baker Mayfield. We saw what Baker Mayfield was able to do in the Big
0: 12. I don't want to pin you down right now uh, unless you got one. Was there a name at all when you watched him? I mean, I haven't done I haven't done him yet, so I'm looking forward to, to I'm trying checking to forget, him out. I'm trying Is there to figure, an NFL I'm trying, name? I'm trying to figure, did, did I put a comparison in there?
1: It would be so easy to do the normal stuff because normally when you see a guy this size, like he's listed as 6'2", 214, it's yeah. easy to kind of put the Drew Brees thing. But I believe if you're going to make the comparison, and I'll use Baker as a thing, I believe – Will Greer is more like Drew Brees than Baker Mayfield is in terms of the way he plays. He is not chaotic. He is very detailed and disciplined in terms of the way he approaches the game from the pocket. He has a lot of stuff that you like about him. In fact, man, I gave him a big grade.
0: I mean, really, a big grade. I gave him a, jumped all in. on I Will mean, Greer I, I kind
1: of jumped in. I gave he and Hubbard. I gave him close to the same grade. I, I gave him like so seven one in the old system is, yeah. low to mid first round. But for me to give that grade in the summer, that means that thing could really go up by the time we start looking at him really in the fall.
0: I like it. I like it. All right, who, so a couple other guys, a couple other guys
1: that I'll talk about. Drew Locke and Jarrett Stidham will be guys that you'll hear about. In uh, Drew Locke, there are a lot of people that are going to talk about the completion percentage. Oh, he only completed 54.5% of his throws. How can you rate him so high? But look, we just saw – Josh Allen go in the top 10 with a low completion percentage. And we had a lot of people kind of excuse away some of those um, low completion percentages due to drops. When I look at Drew Locke, man, I know they had guys get drafted. j Moore was a pro, but boy, I don't know if anyone had more drops than this guy did when you look at the tape. <laughs> he puts the ball in the strike zone, and time after time his receivers let him down. I believe you're going to see him – dramatically from a statistical standpoint because I think another year of seasoning with his wideouts will help those guys play better, but in terms of what you're looking for, he's a franchise quarterback all day. He can throw it in the strike zone. He has a big arm. He's athletic enough to make plays. His arm talent alone makes him a first-round prospect. We'll see if the completion rate can go, but I believe when you grade him and you grade him with the drops in there, I don't think you have any issues on the way that he throws it. And then Jarrett Stidham Stidham is a guy that got a lot of buzz and attention, kind of lit it up at Baylor for a little bit before he makes his way to Auburn. I think the thing that will work against him, kind of a quirky system that he's playing in in Auburn, so you don't really know can he do all of the things that you want to see, but he has size, strength, and arm talent. And so that is always going to give him a chance, and he plays in the SEC. He has some big games. I think we'll hear the buzz continue to rise about him.
0: That's oh, that's that's good stuff there. Te- ch- uh, check your text messages, Buck, because I just sent you something. This is a major upset that this did not occur right now. We're not in the same room. Bucky and I are. I'm, I'm at home. Bucky's in the office right now. So just check it. Did you Did you get my text message? Hold oh, on, let me see. Absolutely. I was shocked he didn't do that. What? I sent Bucky a text while he was talking about uh, about Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Yep. And. And I sent him a text. I said, "I guarantee you, Sully will mention Dooley."
2: And you didn't. I didn't. No, I, I'm hard at work. I, I just finished up uh, my three players. <laughs> okay, okay, so you're focused on that. I'm I knew because have... you weren't listening. If you were listening, Sully, in. There's a 100% yeah. chance you would have you would have got a Dooley, a little Dooley shot in he's there. He's gonna blow up Drew Locke's draft stock. I guarantee it. It's gonna happen. <laughs>
1: he's gonna write blo- it down now. He's gonna obliterate it, or he's going to make him a like help or hurt. He's,
2: no, he's gonna obliterate it. You think so? Yeah. I, that's such a head scratching hire. That's one of like, has the dude I, ever Sully, called plays? No way. There's no way. He just wasn't listening. Well, if solely
0: was listening, he would have he would have he would have dumped this. I whole would thing I would have got. Right
2: heck yeah. We were talking the other day, DJ, and some. Of I, that's heads, why I said. That's why yeah. I knew you would go in. Yep. And uh, uh, yes, you're right. If I was paying attention and not doing my homework like you told me to, I would have definitely yeah. taken a shot at Derek Dooley right there. Yep. That is uh, funny,
1: DJ. I want to yeah. ask: Have you seen Ryan? Uh Finley from NC State. Did you do him?
2: Yeah, I, I did him. I did
0: him uh, I don't have my notebook in front of me. I did him last year because I was told he might come out. Um, so, I, I, I put him kind of in that second round range. There's a lot of things to like about him. Uh, nothing like no one trait that just blows you away, but big sturdy guy, uh made makes yeah. every throw, can move around a little bit. He's not bad.
1: Yeah, he's not bad. It's so it's so funny because that's what I kind of did. Like he's kind of a he's 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 Ichiro. He's a bunch of singles and maybe an occasional double, a lot of quick game, ball comes out fast, really controls uh, the game. Doesn't really light it up, but what you can see is a very, very functional and capable potential starting quarterback in the league. I think you would have to have like a lot of stuff around him, but I think it would be easy for a team to be like, you know what? kind of hitting it right down the fairway. We may not get the greatest quarterback, but we're getting a solid guy that we can build around. I can see some of that from Finley. We will see if he can take his game up a notch. I gave him the dreaded game manager label when I wrote about him. We'll see if he can emerge uh, and evolve into more of a playmaker than a game manager.
0: So here's the funny thing. So you know who I compared him to because now it's coming back to me now. I I, I compare him to A.J. McCarron. That's, that's a good thing. That's kind of how – I think most people will Same view guy. him as whatever you think about Agent McCarron,
1: you will probably see this guy like, like just kind of solid. He can get you out of the game. He can do some stuff or whatever. He won't wow you in terms of how he plays the game physically, the way he throws it all over the yard, but he's productive and he's effective. And I think for some teams, if you got the right stuff around him, that's more than enough to win at a position.
0: All right, Sully, give me your answers. What do you got here? Give me some country music songs all right, all right. to coincide first with one, some draft prospects one. in Nashville next year.
2: First one I was listening, we, we we did bring up Will Greer already, but I uh, I pegged him with I'm a Ramblin' Man by Waylon Jennings. Just moved around. Yep. Left a girl in West Virginia up there where the green grass grows, and there's a lot of green grass for that offense. They're going to be putting up some points. Um, okay, so that's, what you did there. That's, uh, that's one. Blue Eyes crying in the Rain, that's Nick Bosa, because Michigan, there's going to be more Blue Eyes crying. They're going to beat him for the 20th straight year or whatever it is. Who oh. sings that song? I don't know that song. Willie Nelson. Oh, you're going all old school. Yeah. Heck yeah.
1: Okay. yeah I mean can okay. I can I get some new school gas Some yeah. guys out here on the Last radio? one,
2: I got you. I got you. Eric Church one. Love your love the most by Eric Church. Bryce Love could be the top running back taken next year. Ooh, Bryce. Yep. So uh, Hey Sully. Yes. Where did Eric Church go to college? He went to App State.
0: What year did he graduate? Not a clue. Same as me, two thousand. Oh, there we go. There
2: you go. Um, that's a that's, oh, a, that's, couple Ab that's State yeah, we'll a couple legends. Yeah, thank you. I, I thought uh, I thought I thought that was a solid three for having five good. minutes.
0: Yeah, pleasantly pleasantly surprised, Buck. I didn't know that uh, that uh, he'd be able to deliver for us like that. Wow. That no
2: faith, oh ye of little faith. You know deliver. that place is gonna be rockin', man. It's
0: gonna be fun. Yep. No doubt. Uh, hey, Buck. I know I have it on the uh, on the rundown here talking about the depth of the D line class, oh, and yeah. I think I think we can. I think we can save that one. I think we can get to that uh, on another day. I want to. I'm going to get a chance to start watching some guys this weekend, so then I can even chime in on some of those D linemen. This is good. Look, it's a. It's not a. It's not a It's not a mystery here. Uh, this class potentially next year is going to be one of the best defensive line classes we've seen in quite some time. But I'm so excited about the the big project on the pod today that I, I want to kind of forego that. Can I? Can we make that decision? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's let's jump right into it because uh, we're going to have a draft. Yes. Uh, for college football hedge coaches. Five per person, you cannot double up. So once a guy's off the board, he's off the board, you cannot pick him. But we need to decide a couple things here. First of all, fuck. Um, do, do we let Sully go first and just be gentlemen here? What do you want to do? Are you
2: trying to make me pick Nick Saban?
1: Uh no, we're not trying to make you pick. Nick Saban. you don't have but to pick. But that but now
2: yeah, but now <laughs> it makes it now it's I mean, done. You, have, okay, you, have, it's you don't have
1: to you don't have to you don't have to take him. Like no one says yeah, that. Yeah, I know.
2: I know. So uh am I am I the first pick? We're going uh Yeah, you're going to go first. We're Are you going to take Nick go,
1: Saban and the whole tree and we're just going use all your
0: for age? Is that what
2: we're doing? Okay. Well, we got to so...
0: figure out the order. Then we got to figure out if we're going to snake it or if we're just going to We have to snake it. Yeah, right? gotta we got to snake, snake draft.
2: it. We got to snake it. For sure. Okay. So, a buck,
0: what do you want to I'll give you the choice. 2 or 3? You, if you pick three, you get three and four. That's a nice. That's a nice spot to be in. Or you pick two, and you get a nice. Wait a nice little one bit. there. Oh, I think I may I may, I, I may. I may do. I may do three and four. I may do three. You do four. three and four. You yeah. got the turn.
2: Okay. Uh okay. Nick Saban with the first pick. That's easy.
0: Really? Geez, you're not. You're not even gonna give us any kind you of. Not, a, you know, he's into this thing. Not, Jeez, yeah. No,
2: sell, nothing. Not Nick Saban
0: the, over Urban Meyer.
2: Yes, Nick Saban. He's the goat. That's an easy pick. Next, is he ready right, to go? You keep track yes. of all these. Are you writing all these down, Sully? Yep, Masters. I got you. He's really, he's really, he's really the He's the goat. He didn't, he didn't win the national t- title at Michigan State. No, he didn't. But he did at LSU and Bama. Hmm. All right. So you've got Urban, you've Urban got Meyer. Sully's boy. got.
0: Let me write these down here. Sully's got Saban. Yep. Uh, my first pick is that's easy. It's easy. Give me, give me, uh, Mister Ohio State. Urban Meyer won national championships multiple schools. He can recruit. He can develop. Uh, he's got all the all the other programs on the side to help these kids grow as men, Buck. I mean, what's not to like here? Urban Meyer, home run, first pick for me.
2: Man. That's nice. Go That's get nice. your Dabo. You're, you know we know I you're love no, no, no? You're no. going to let no. me take him? No, not,
1: yeah, you can have Dabo.
2: Ooh, I love that. can
1: have You can have Dabo. I'm going to take two dudes over top of Dabo. I'm going to take my guy, my new best friend. I'm gonna going to take Chip. Yeah, I'm going to take Chip third. I'm going to take Chip third overall. Um, And I think you have to go back and really remember what he was able to do at Oregon. Look, this dude was an innovator. He was a creator. Um, A lot of what we're seeing in the college game was stolen from some of the things that Chip was able to do in the Pac-12. I think you'll see him kind of reinvent himself at UCLA. I think he'll have a lot of success. And then after after Chip, I'm going to go with another underrated coach who deserves to be up there. I think this guy does more with less How about Chris Peterson from UW? The way that he is able to really squeeze out everything from the guys that he has, we saw it for years and years and years on end at Boise, but now we've seen what he's been able to do at UW. I think this dude is a brilliant schemer, does a great job of developing his players, and when he gets an A-level quarterback, which they may have in the program for 2019, I think you'll see them make a quantum leap, and they'll really be national contenders.
0: So I've got my big board. I'm working off here, Buck. You uh, Peterson. I had at four. Uh, that's my number three. I think we all know who that is. Is still out there. I had Chip Kelly at five. So I don't. I don't necessarily think those were reaches, Buck. I will let the uh, public decide.
1: Oh yeah, no, go I'm ahead. Good, I'm go
0: ahead, that. Sully. Take who we all know. you're you're no, taking. no, no. Wait.
2: No, we're going back. So we're snaking. So it's you up, right? Oh, oh, I'm up. Yeah, yeah, you're up. You're Oh, up. I just got Dabo. Yep. Oh, give me Dabo all day. Dabo Sweeney. Really? I love. I, I Meyer, love Dabo. Really? Really? been. A, he,
0: look. He can recruit his butt off.
2: Can he coach, coach though? Defensive lineman
0: and quarterback. Players That's love all him. what Can he to do. Can he can he can he scheme? I'm a program. He's the he's the CEO of the program. Right. Man, I
1: don't I don't know.
0: Fuck, they've been in the playoffs three years in a row. I
1: mean, got defensive so there's no doubt. So there's no doubt about it. his ability. You're a Venables your fan,
2: then. Okay. Yeah, I, think, yeah okay. I get the whole package. I mean,
1: that like, will, you got, hey, look, you, you got, gotta hire got, the right people. He has hired the right people. He had Morris, who was calling his offense for a little while. Then you got Venables, who's one of the best defensive coordinators we've seen in college football. I mean, look, I give him credit for hiring a great staff. I just don't view him as a great coach. I think if we had a, a X and O off between him and those other guys that we we've mentioned, I think yeah. he loses that.
2: Okay, that's, that's all right. right. I'll, we'll He's put He's good. The people. You like the Dubs, though? I'm feeling though? good. I'm and,
0: and Dabo right now. I'm feeling good. Go ahead. Cool. Who who you got, Cell? So you get to double up.
2: Let's go. Let's go, David Shaw, friend of the program.
0: Ooh, look at you. Uh-huh.
2: David Shaw and uh, ooh. why are you taking ooh. David
1: Shaw? Like you're not gonna give anything? You just take guys,
0: no, huh? No,
2: no, reasoning. No, no reasoning. No reasoning. Nothing, no rationale. no friend of the program. I mean, he's, he, be he's money. done. He's done. Uh, I mean, do I have to explain it? He's done a million different things at Stanford that's never been done at the program. Yeah, you do have to explain. <laughs> explain. Yeah, I know. But to I, I, it. Friend because of the I... program, Friend of the program, isn't isn't enough. Because I would no. make, I would make, okay. the, I
1: would make the argument. I could make the argument that Jim Harbaugh is the guy that set the standard over at Stanford. Like, right. I mean, you could argue True. that.
2: True. So that I just True. need a little explanation. You got to give me a little more. No, son. I, I think I think he's kept it going though, and 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 it's it's t- Stanford is still a tough tough place. To, mm-hmm. to keep that keep that motor rolling and uh he's he's done it. I mean it's 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 tough. Okay. I know
0: I know who Sully's taking away this next one. Do you gonna, do you I know who you're picking. Do
2: you uh yes. let's go with uh Gary Patterson. Oh I did not know. Really? Yeah. Gary wow. Patterson. More 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 with less. TCU, uh, another another tougher place to win and he has built that program and is wow. and he's got it rolling. Yeah, oh, TC.
0: Hey, I'm a big hey, fan of Gary quick, Patterson. Question for you guys here, real quick. Um uh, uh Urban Meyer, hey Buck, has he won a national championship? Urban Meyer? Yeah, oh yeah, he's won he's won a few. few of them, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Dabo. Dabo won a national championship? Yeah, yes. Yeah, he, he won one. It's been close. Been close. Uh you know what's you know what's the other thing? Urban's kind of a different name, right? Kind of cool. Yep. Dabo. Yeah. Jimbo. It's a little different. Different names, national championships. Oh, How about that. Jimbo? How yep. about Jimbo Fisher? Here's my him. third pick. Has he won a national championship?
1: He has. He has. Interesting. He, ser- he certainly has won it.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll let that you know. That is a steal right there. It is. Jimbo Fisher. Hey, just
1: make sure you have good security so he doesn't run up in the stands and attack anybody. <laughs> you got the big contract. Just make sure. I mean, you gonna you pay him that much money. You got to make sure he has a bodyguard or two. He, he gets a little feisty and ornery. Sometimes he'll talk to the guys and in if the he wins,
2: If he wins another natty or if he wins one at A&M, they're going to build the statue and name the stadium after him. Dude, if he gets him to the playoff, they'll build a statue for him. Right, right. Wow. Uh, all right, so go ahead, Buck. You get to double up.
1: Uh, I am going. I cannot believe Surpri- this guy's here. I'm surprised
0: there's one name still out there. Really surprised. Are you really?
1: Well, I'm yeah. taking. I'm taking Jim Harbaugh now, because okay. I know you guys are picking apart and. He's a little quirky. He hasn't got the quarterback thing together. But I think you have to understand this dude is won at both levels, won at the NFL level, won at the collegiate level, built a program at Stanford, left it in really good hands uh, with David Shaw. And then he goes, takes San Francisco 49ers, takes him to the Super Bowl, puts him on the verge of being a world champion, goes to college. And, look, it hasn't necessarily played to the high expectations that some Michigan fans had. But, look, they're close. They play the right kind of way, the physical, the tough. I think he's a really good coach. I am good with Jim Harbaugh being my guy.
0: Okay, you get to go another one, though. You get to double up. Yep.
1: Oh, I mean, I might as well just stay in the state of Michigan. I'm going to take Mark D'Antonio. D'Antonio. Nice. And We talk like about doing more with left and developing men and tough guys and physical stuff. Mark D'Antonio does all of that. You look at how Michigan State has been able to kind of make their mark in the Big Ten. It's all because of his toughness, his grit, his ability to kind of keep them playing the right way. Man, I got two physical coaches that play the right way. We're always going to win a bunch of games. I, yeah, I like both my guys.
0: Both my oh, guys. guys. I, I like those guys. Veteran good veteran coaches. You know what else I like though? I like the young innovators that are that are gonna change the game right now. And that's why I'm gonna boomer sooner this thing oh, with my next pick and oh, go with Lincoln look Riley. Yeah. My, my Lincoln Riley. Book. Hmm. I like I it I like it do you get Baker with I just him hope, I just hope I just hope do you the, get Baker I just hope the Cowboys wait a couple years before they hire him let let's 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 let them continue to win a little bit here We don't need to hire him next year just give him a couple years before you, you pluck him out
1: Well the one thing I know is that team that you have with Lincoln they're always going to have little quarterbacks It's always going be like it's gonna be like going to the fair where they have the little thing you have to be above this to get on this ride I don't know if your guy's gonna be able to get on the ride because you had Baker Mayfield and then you got Kyler Murray both of those guys are mighty men. Mighty Max. Hold up, hold
0: up, hold up, hold up. What? I'm looking at this thing real quick here. Uh, he made your pick. Yeah, I, yeah no Lincoln Riley's been to the – yeah, he's been in a championship game. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that's not bad there. Yeah, first – I think it was first year? This first year? Yep. National championship game. Oh, oh, that that had nothing oh, no, to no, do. No, no, do. no, no. He went to the no, Final Four. Final, final Four. In the play. Final Four. Right. Bring that back. Had Had a, had a lead, but – uh, said said, undersized quarterback couldn't finish the deal. <laughs> so that's all right. Oh, <laughs> nice We oh, man. Open. We've got Shots. a nice road win over Urban Meyer year one. I like where this is headed here. He's look. He, he, it's about the future here with my fourth
2: pick. So, Go ahead, Sully. You right, got round I, out. You got I your got last two picks. Last two picks. Uh, I will take a guy that has won at Vanderbilt, and now has his this thing rolling in Happy Valley. I will take James Franklin with my fourth okay. pick. Uh, yep. and then last pick, Gus Malzahn. I might as well take the whole state Ooh, Alabama of Alabama. What? Gus Malzahn? Yeah.
0: He did. <gasps> really?
2: Oh, yep. Buck, this is a gift. This is a gift because
0: my last pick. See, I've got the three proven guys, Urban Meyer, Dabo Sweeney, Jimbo Fisher. That's like the Mount Rushmore of college coaches. Mm-hmm. Then I – now I go to the future. I've got my established guys, and then I go to the future. i got Lincoln Riley in the last round. And, oh, and just give me the guy that went undefeated last year. Give me Scott Frost with my fifth pick.
2: Wow. Really?
0: Wow. I remember when he was a coordinator. I've told the story many times. Actually, when he was the quarterback coach at Oregon. I think there's a tweet, Sully, you can find it, where I tweeted out, keep an eye on Scott Frost. He's going to be a stud head coach in the future. Uh, saw that one early on. It developed. I've told the story also many times where I thought after having a uh, uh, a nice dinner with Scott Frost and another scout, a good two, three-hour conversation. We were boys I uh, thought we had a tight relationship. Saw him pregame a couple years later. Went in for the handshake slash hug. He definitely extended the arm completely <laughs> to, to to avoid the hug. Not a hugger. Not, a, not hugger. a hugger. Scott Frost is not a hugger. He's a handshake guy. But you learn these lessons, and that's okay. I can get past that, and we can still take him with our
1: <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's unbelievable. That's funny.
0: What you got, Buck? Last one. Got some good coaches still out there.
1: Man, I got some coaches. And here, here's what I'm thinking of. I got a trio of coaches that I'm looking at. And I'm looking at guys that are program – I think they'll eventually be program builders. But it's kind of like the new school approach. So I'm looking at Tom Herman at Texas. Okay. You know, I know okay. everyone is a little disappointed. He talked big, but he won in Houston, not so much at Texas. So I'm thinking about him. I'm what about still thinking – no, no, Kirby, Kirby's not my type. I'm good. Too early? I'm what about, about Fitzgerald good.
0: at Northwestern? Uh, uh, Bobby P? Uh,
1: no. I got Bobby, Bobby P is on the list, but I got, I got Taggart. I got Brian Kelly. I had Bobby Petrino down there. But I'm still thinking, like, this dude went to a national title and had three different quarterbacks play. I think Tom Herman at some point yeah. is going Whoa. to get him right. So I'm going to go with Hook'em Horns. I'm going to go with Tom Herman. Woo. He is going to be the guy. And I'm hoping that this year – he secures the bag because we saw him secure the bag in the bowl game when they took care of uh, Missouri. Drew Locke, I think right? I think yeah. he, <laughs> I think he's gonna secure the bag. I think Tom Herman. This
2: is the year that he secures the bag in Texas. That was awesome. Right. <laughs>
0: so,
2: like, we we've, we've got to
0: uh, we got to tweet this out and put it to the people here.
2: Who has the best team? Yes. Yep. I, I, I agree. I can do it. I
0: can I can put this together real quick. Send it out.
2: I I, I gotta say it's me. Not not. Not being biased. Sully, anything. so to summarize here, Sully
0: has has uh Saban, Shaw, Gary Patterson, Gary Franklin, uh Gus James Malzahn. Franklin and Gus Malzon. Yep. Yep. So yep. uh Saban's got a title, right? Yep. A bunch and of And Malzon has a title. Yep. You got two guys with titles. That's cute. Um, I've got uh, I've got Urban Meyer, Dabo, and Jimbo, all three with titles, and the best two young coaches in Lincoln Riley and Scott Frost. I'm feeling projecting a little bit,
2: projecting a little bit there on four and
0: five. Feeling great about that group, and then Bucky, uh, Bucky, uh, BFF uh, Chip Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) I like innovators. Never traveled outside of the West Coast ever watching these other coaches, Chip. Uh, Peterson, Harbaugh, I guess Harbaugh's back now, and D'Antonio. I mean, big Michigan fan there. Oh, physical physical football. West Coast. And then Tom Herman. Tom Herman. Tom Herman. How many games did they win last year in his first year? I mean, come yeah. on, you have to look at the whole body of work. How many games did You notice the, Ohio State hasn't won a national title since he left, right? Uh I'll tell you what, I'll give you a question that you cannot answer. <laughs> I will give you a question. Neither one of you guys can answer this. Uh, Tell me the team. Uh, give me the team that beat Scott Frost last year. I'm trying to remember who it was.
2: Mm, yep. No, that was no, nobody. That's a
0: not Gus. Hey, you know what though? Scott Frost was my number five guy, and uh, and Sully's number five guy. How how that how that matchup go?
2: Yeah, uh, and we spoke to spoke to Gus at at, at the Senior Bowl. That they, was they sp- that was definitely uh, an fortunate matchup. They spanked him. Mm-hmm. Griffin all over the field that day spanked him man albert it, it's not been, gus's fault that his team didn't get up they
0: spanked They did spank him i do like us so i did it, talking to gus you kind of you kind of see you kind of get it a little bit when you're around him yep. i like Gus. big dude yep. all right well, we'll put this to the folks then we'll put this on twitter and see what everybody says fun it's draft. gonna be
2: me it's gonna be me sorry guys all right, we'll see so you guys are playing for second place just like our college picks
0: oh <laughs> wow wow hey you know what this year this year, Bucky, let's let's do something different. Let's try.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm going to try. Please do. I'm going to try. And now that uh, certain things are legal, maybe we should have Whoa. some, some propositions. <laughs> oh, we, no. we should have some propositions.
2: Sandwich bets.
1: We should have some propositions <laughs> on things that may take place in certain games. Sandwich bets.
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, that that, that would
1: require a detailed interrupt. level of understanding.
0: <laughs> oh, like- oh, the picks could go to a whole new level. That would, <laughs> oh, boy. picks could go to a, pick <laughs> take, to a whole new level. Oh, boy. I love that. Uh, all right, anything else before we get out of here, Buck? You good? Well, Anything else you want to get out there? What have you been working on? Anything on the on the website we need to check out? No, nah, DJ, I'm
1: actually um, doing a thing, something that you and I talked about a little bit. I am looking at last year's draft, and I'm trying to figure out what lessons could be gleaned from that. For instance, what do we miss on Deshaun Watson? Is there a mm-hmm. lesson to be learned on what we miss? How come a guy like Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara can emerge as stars? What can be learned from that? Cooper Cup, Juju Smith-Schuster, two guys that were stars as Ricky wide receivers. Why? Is it because route runners go better than explosive athletes? So just going back through, looking at the draft class and trying to pick up on some of the lessons that can be gleaned from that.
0: All right, NFL.com slash Bucky Brooks. If you want to check out any of, of Bucky's work there, it's top notch. Um, we also well, taped a kind of to VOD today. today.
2: What's up, someone? We taped a VOD today, too. Brian oh yeah, I got that little Brian, Brian Urlacher. Urlacher. Yeah,
0: I got tricked. I thought Brian Urlacher was going
1: to be in the big screen. No, not so much. Nope. So we we did a video. We with talked Brian about Urlacher.
2: him. Yeah, we talked about him on his birthday.
0: Look, he was very much thinking, talking with Brian Urlacher, not talking about <laughs> Brian Urlacher.
1: On, a schedule, <laughs> on, 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 on his
2: birthday, yeah, That's awesome. Oh, that's good. How about that? Spe-
1: nice. Speaking of birthdays, mm-hmm. shout out to my brother. My brother's birthday today. Nice. I, don't know, I don't know how nice. Nice. his, his nice. old self is, but he's, he's old today. So birthday. For Kevin, Kevin, happy birthday! I know you don't listen to the podcast, but at least I can shout it out so your friends can tell you. <laughs>
0: now, this, is, this is your brother that learned the crossover from, uh, from Vince.
1: Vince Carter. Vince Carter took yes. him, took him to the lab, showed him the crossover.
0: How about that? That was that, fun. I love that story. Vince Carter still playing? Yes, that says something. I learned. I, I learned my 20, crossover 20 from uh, from Coach Wright, my uh, my junior high coach. I don't know, it wasn't Vince Carter, but he had a nice mid range game.
1: I didn't learn uh, any. I didn't learn any crossovers because I was a catch and shoot guy because I couldn't dribble, so I just shot. <laughs> Threes and dunks. No, I, threes and I dunks. Do that's right dunks. Anything,
0: so I can't say nothing. You did win a dunk the, contest. so. That's is All you gotta do. Threes and
2: dunks. There it is. Uh,
1: I'm the worst. I'm, I'm the worst to play with. I was the original cherry picker. <laughs> the original. Gamble early. If I missed it, get just, out of there. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Woo!
2: Woo! <laughs> clapping <laughs> over yeah. there in the corner. <laughs> of the <indoor> baseball <laughs>
0: pass that away. was the worst. <laughs> the worst. Oh, that's so good. Uh, on Bucky's cherry-picking note, uh, let's get out of here. That's going to do it for us today. Remember, uh, you can subscribe, uh, download all that good stuff, uh, move the sticks. It's nfl.com slash podcast. You can go to uh, Apple Podcasts, find us there. Leave us a review if you haven't already. Uh, th- that really helps us in terms of growing the th- pod. So uh, big numbers for us this year. We had our best months just month after month after month. Uh, The numbers are going through the roof during the draft, and and we've got some fun things in store here over the summer. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, We will catch you next week for a brand-new edition of the Move the Sticks podcast. We'll see you then. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to NFL.com slash podcasts.